This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. I want to thank everyone who's listening to us live on our podcast or streaming on Troy Community Radio, WTJN 107.1 FM. And joining me in the studio today, and no show is ever complete without it, is our friend, our co-host, our financial radio Sherpa, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Rob. Great to be here on the show. Uh, I'm alive and awake. I'm ready this morning for the show. want you to know that. I've had my coffee, so that's good. But I didn't hear you introduce Lori. She's not with us today. I'm a little sad. No, Lori's off on another assignment today. And whenever we have a tax topic, she just looks at me and says, yeah, right. She lets you take care of the tax shows. I, I yeah, like that. It, it really is. This is not her favorite topic. And, you know, she's been involved in some of the tax shows in the past, but there were there were some other pressing things that needed to get done. And she said, it's taxes. You do it. All well, right. Well, here we go. That's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So today, what are we talking about? Some type of tax talk, right? That's right. We're going to talk about the end of year planning tips that are going to help you on your income tax return for 2018. Now, there's some things you need to do or get set up by the end of calendar 2018. So, you know, here we are, we're, you know, nine days into December. Time's running out, folks. There's some things you really need to consider and get completed so you can have it credited toward your 2018 taxes and whatever tax bill you're due. So for the best and most consistent results, we talk about this all the time, you have to have a plan and understand what tools are within your control to help pay the lowest amount of tax possible, legally, of course. Right. Obviously, we're just talking about minimizing that tax burden, not paying more than you have to, uh, just paying your fair share, but not more than that. Uh, Saving on your taxes is a good thing. Um, So I'm looking forward to this one, and uh, we're, we're nearing that holiday season. And Rob, this is a time when people are usually in a giving mood, and a lot of folks are happily, I'm sure, looking forward to Christmas and the new year. I know I am. Um, but you're trying to play kind of a pop a buzzkill and talk about taxes. So uh, I know they're important, but uh, couldn't this topic wait until after we recover from New Year's Eve? You know, Tony, I know taxes aren't your favorite topic. I get it. <laughs> it's the season of giving. I get that, too. I love this time of year. But I want to show our listeners some of the gifts the tax code is going to give you if you only take the time to claim them. Now, as I said, time's running out. Some things need to be done by the end of the calendar year. And many of these decisions impact your retirement planning and college planning if you have kids who have dreams of going to college. 
Others affect deductions, both individual and for small business owners. And then add to the list the need to understand how the new tax laws in 2018 affect our returns and our tax strategies. So I hope our listeners have worked out their tax plan for 2018 with their tax and financial professional by now. If not, it's not too late if you act in the next few days. And remember, some decisions need to be made in a week or two in advance of the end of the calendar year so those transactions can be processed and credited for 2018. Clock's running. Well, and that's an interesting view on taxes. I've I've personally never considered the tax code as a potential gift. In fact, uh, uh, you know what? I think IRS, Rob, I think IRS stands for I ruin savings. (laughs) I ruin savings. Uh, I just thought of that one. Made that one up on the spot. Um, But yeah, I mean, the IRS, God bless them. the concept of having a tax plan that works with your retirement and college planning, that does make sense though. But how do you actually make it work? Well, just reflecting back on what IRS stands for, actually IRS, uh, I'm being told, is coming out with a new form, the IRS 1040 really easy form. Yeah. Yeah. Box one, how much did you make? Box two, send it in. (laughs) That would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, not so much, but you know, all this Tony is part of being very <laughs> intentional in your tax planning. I mean, we, oh, we I ju- thought you meant send in, send in the form. No, you meant send in what you made. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. That wouldn't be good. That's no, a really that, easy form. That would be bad, but they should have an easy form where all you have to do is fill out. Here's what I made. Uh, here's how many people are in my family. Uh, and then just maybe a couple more questions and send it in. And they just, uh, you pay taxes based on that. Well, we're actually progressing more toward that that kind of a system. Uh, we'll wait to see what the final tax forms look like, but they have gotten simpler, sort of. I wouldn't say the tax code's gotten any simpler, but they're trying to make it easier no. on an individual basis. No, every time they make tax changes, the tax code gets more complicated, even though they say they're simplifying things. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Exactly right. So... Tony, all this is just part of just we want everybody to be intentional in their overall financial planning. Now, your plan is going to include elements that need to be coordinated and integrated, like your investments, your retirement and college savings, deciding what happens to your estate when you pass away, and so on and so on. So today's focus is in the tax aspects, how to affect 2018 specifically, and then apply this tax planning process to future years. Well, you know, taxes are something I don't feel I have a lot of control over. I just pay them through the year and hope I get a refund. And uh, at least that's the way it's been for me in the past. And I think that's how most people I know feel. What can I do as an individual taxpayer to control my own tax bill? Well, Tony, believe it or not, you're already doing some of those things, like participating in your 401k plan. Now, different account types such as IRAs, Roth IRAs, and taxable accounts offer different tax treatments and making sound decisions regarding which account types you save into prior to retirement can make a big difference in when you are able to retire and what kind of lifestyle you might able to live in retirement. We always talk about tax diversity here. Give yourself multiple streams of income, multiple choices to pull from, and then you can make that planning decision based on the tax code then, not today, on how to best proceed. Significant differences exist in the taxation of the different account types. 
That's why it's so important to have that diversity. And the products you own are going to also have potentially different tax treatments. Because you make a decision based on a single year has an effect on all future years, you could, should consider how taxes, both now and projected into the future, will affect your overall retirement income plan. And that income plan is going to look at various questions like, which assets should be held in which account type? How much should I withdraw from each account each year once I get into retirement? Should I move money from one account type to another? How much will you be forced to take in required minimum distributions? And are there opportunities to reduce taxes on an annual basis with a good strategy? Now, one of the tools we use here at Outlook Financial Center to help our clients with that is their annual tax map. That's going to help them manage their plan over time. That tax map allows us to identify and quantify, that's the important part, quantify the tax impact of financial decisions. We show clients what items they can influence in their tax return and develop that near-term and long-term strategy on how to pay the least amount of tax legally. Now, remember, tax avoidance is good planning. Tax evasion is illegal. It'll get you 15 to 20, Tony. Right. Well, I certainly don't want to do anything illegal, and I definitely don't want to do anything to irritate the IRS. Uh, I'm sure there's a, an acronym we can apply to it uh, that uses the word irritate for the I. Uh, but <laughs> I always like the idea of keeping more of the money I make. I mean, that's that's important too. Uh, but I think, Rob, my problem is there's so many moving parts to all this, to taxes. You mentioned the tax code earlier. It's crazy. So I need help sorting it out, but that is going to have to wait until the next segment because we're almost out of time for this one. Is there anything you'd like to share before we go on a quick break here? I would, Tony. It's December and some tax decisions need to be made while they can still positively affect your 2018 return. Time's running out and we want to help. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to start the process to receive your complimentary tax map analysis personalized to your situation. You can also go to our website, outlookfc.com, click on the tax planning menu and fill out the online appointment request. While you're there, we encourage you to explore all of the other educational features on our website and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Now, I also want to take the opportunity to alert our listeners that while they're on our Facebook page to look for and listen to the weekly Talking Points podcast hosted by our very own co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Thank you, Tony, for doing that. <laughs> and with Gradient Investments, one of our third-party money managers that we have a strategic relationship with. Now, the team at Outlook Financial Center, we're in this with you for the long haul. We want our clients to be aware and knowledgeable of how taxes will affect them because our goal, as always, is to have our clients retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of Financial Wellness Radio with our host, Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center after this. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Outlook Financial Center, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit OutlookFC.com or call us at 937 
552-9990 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 937-552-9990. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. I want to thank again everyone listening to us live on our podcast or streaming on Troy Community Radio, WTJN 107.1 FM. And in the studio with me today is our awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Welcome back. Yeah, great to be back. Great show so far. Yeah, and this week we're talking about last-minute tax tips for 2018. Now, in the first segment of the show, we were discussing tax planning, the fact that we do have some control over our tax situation, and the tax map tool we use in our planning process with clients. Well, yeah, and thanks for the recap. So let's sort out what we can actually do to impact our total tax bill for 2018. I know in the past you've talked about accounts that are taxable, accounts that are tax deferred, and then some that are tax free. Of course, tax free is my favorite. I hate the word tax, but if it's followed by the word free, I'm all for it, of course. Uh, But how does all this work, Rob? That's a great question, Tony. I can't tell you how it all works because we only have a 30 minute radio show. (laughs) But, you know, and because of that, people often feel overwhelmed. So they just react to the tax code. They grimace when they see the tax bill and then they write the check and they just feel kind of helpless in the process. So there are four areas we want to look at to understand the tax implications and how we can take full advantage of the gifts, quote unquote, that the tax code does offer to us. And the first area I want to talk about are taxable accounts. Probably not your favorite, Tony, but a lot of folks have these things. (laughs) Now, taxable accounts are effectively invisible from a tax preference perspective. They're a pay-as-you-go kind of situation. The tax properties of interest or gains created by the holdings in the account, that's going to determine the tax impact. And good examples of taxable accounts are bank accounts or brokerage accounts. That being said, there are some specific actions you can take to lower or avoid taxes generated by a taxable account. Tony, have you ever heard of the concept of tax loss harvesting? Um, No. Uh, I'm definitely familiar with the concept of tax loss. (laughs) Well, let's talk about this. This is a very interesting strategy that we've done for a number of our clients. Your portfolio may have done well and generated some positive capital gains that are going to be subject to taxation. So even in a high performing portfolio, there are always a few laggards that may be showing a loss. That's just the way the investment world works. If you sell the investments that are down, then you're going to realize the loss and be able to use that loss to offset other gains. In our investment process, we're always tracking replacements for each investment. So I sell one, I know exactly where I'm going next. We switch to the new investment. The portfolio value is still the same at the time of the switch, but on paper, we've generated a tax loss. Not only does that loss offset offset capital gains, but up to 3,000 per year can be used to offset other ordinary income. Now, while this sounds cool, you've generated the loss, you can't repurchase that investment you just sold for at least 30 days to keep the credit for the tax loss. That's called the wash sale rule. You'll lose that benefit. Now, let's say you do want to sell some appreciated stock. I would say consider waiting until next year, depending upon the impact of the sale. If that sale is going to push you into a higher tax bracket and trigger additional taxes, consider either postponing or splitting the sale. 
On the other hand, if you've got room to accept additional capital gains without triggering additional taxes, this is where our tax map process is so valuable. We actually show you where you are within the brackets, where your income sits, what that room is to that next upper tax bracket. And if we can keep you in the 10 to 12% tax bracket, any additional capital gains and dividends are tax-free until you cross over that 22% marginal tax bracket. So it's a terrific planning tool. It is. I mean, you know, as you're going through that, I, I can picture some people's eyes glazing over. Uh, maybe getting lost in the numbers or information, but that's where you come in. And I'm sure our listeners have questions about it because it's so helpful. That's where that tap, that tax map process is so valuable because uh, it helps people understand this and see where they're at and how they can save. Uh, I mean, tax loss and tax gain harvesting, those are intriguing strategies that I bet a lot of people out there haven't considered. And I've always spent more time in the past, at least on tax deferred investments like 401ks and IRAs. So how do they work uh, with respect to our taxes? Because I think that's what most people have. Yeah, Tony, it is what most people have. Let me circle back to the tax loss harvesting yet. If you have an advisor and they've never talked to you about that, you need to come talk to us because that's how a couple of my clients that I have now, that's why they came to us because their advisor was generating these huge capital gains not offsetting them and giving them huge tax bills. There are ways Ouch. to mitigate that. Yeah. And so that's really an important concept. Yeah. Digging into the weeds, exactly how we do it. That probably needs charts and graphs and, and probably alcohol. <laughs> but uh, Well, let's not go that far. But yes, it, it, if you're there to take care of that and answer our questions and simplify it with that strategy, I think that's very helpful. Exactly. So let's get into the tax deferred world that you asked about, Tony. We're talking about traditional or rollover individual retirement accounts or qualified plans. When we talk about qualified plans, uh, employer plans specifically, we're looking at 401ks, 403bs, plans like that. The money goes into the accounts pre-tax. That means you get an immediate tax benefit and the account becomes taxable as ordinary income as you draw money out in retirement. Now, as a result, the IRAs and qualified plans may offer an advantage in that the gains or interest earned on that money otherwise would be lost to taxes if you paid as you go. That just continues to being deferred in your account and allows your account to grow at a much more rapid rate. Now, when you turn 70 and a half on these qualified plans, that forces what's called the required minimum distribution. Whether they need the money or not, Uncle Sam wants his, his uh, tax money back. Now, contributions to employer plans like 401ks, they've got different rules than individual IRAs. Traditional IRAs can delay funding until April 15th of 2019, so long as they are properly designated. Employer plans, your 401ks, your 403bs, those contributions have to occur in 2018 to be credited for 2018. So if you want more to go into your 401k this year, you need to get to your uh, whoever your coordinator is for your employer plan, you need to hustle and get there quickly because you haven't got much time left. Well, that's good to know. Obviously, deferring taxes is good, but like you mentioned earlier in the show, we talked about tax-free is better. So tell us about saving for retirement tax-free and what our options might be there. Well, Tony, the tax-free you're looking for are the Roth IRA and the Roth 401k accounts. The funds that are placed in the, any kind of a Roth account, they've already been taxed. But once they're inside the Roth account, they are able to grow tax-free. 
Now, Roth accounts are not subject to required minimum distributions during the original owner's lifetime. That's an important distinction. When you pass away and they're inherited, they do have a RMD, even though they're Roth, they're still tax-free. Now, that's going to allow your assets to com uh, compound tax-free over a longer period of time and get much better growth. However, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, or that would be the IRS <laughs> in this case. Yes. There are income limits based on your tax filing status on Roth IRA contributions if your adjusted gross income exceeds certain levels. And that depends on your filing status. There's five filing statuses, so I'm not going to run through the five numbers. Now, Thank the contributions you. to, yeah, exactly. The contributions to a Roth 401k, they have the same limits as a traditional 401k. So the beauty of that is you can put $18,500 of your money into a 401k plan, and it can all be Roth. A Roth outside of the plan, this is assuming you're under age 50, is going to be capped at 5500 bucks. So oh, a Roth wow. 401k plan is actually a pretty good deal. Now, yeah. if there's any company match in the plan, that's going to go into a traditional 401k. Why? Taxes have never been paid on it. So when you read your statement, you're actually going to see two different accounts. You're going to see a traditional account. You're going to see a Roth account. And when you do retire or leave that particular employer, when the money comes out, it'll come out in two buckets, a traditional IRA bucket and a Roth IRA bucket. Now, one of the things you can also do is you have the opportunity to perform what's called a Roth conversion on traditional IRA accounts. The code allows for up to 100000 per year to be converted from a traditional IRA to a Roth. Now, this is not a way to escape taxes. Taxes are due on the converted amount in the year of the conversion. Now, why do I bring that up? Because for some higher earning households, they can't contribute directly to a Roth IRA outside of their 401k plan. They make too much money. So for those folks, there is, you'll love this term, Tony, the backdoor Roth IRA. Ah, sneaky. Sneaky, yeah. What it allows them to do is to max out a Roth IRA. This is on a contribution basis, even if they make too much money. So what they do is they will contribute money to a non-deductible traditional IRA. That's allowed. If you make too much money, you can't deduct a traditional IRA contribution. But everybody can do that. Bill Gates can do it. Warren Buffett can do it. Doesn't matter how much money you have. You can do that non-deductible contribution. They then turn around and take that non-deductible contribution and convert it to a Roth IRA. There's no taxes due because the taxes were already paid because it was non-deductible to begin with. So for the higher earning households, that's really useful, but, and it sounds really good, but there's a couple of gotchas when you do that. First thing, of course. <clears throat> oh, there's always gotchas. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you have to have earned income like wages or self-employment income to make a non-deductible IRA contribution. Now, this just kind of makes sense. There's no back door if you haven't gotten in the front door. And second, these funds are considered converted funds, not contributions to a Roth. What that means is if you're, if you're under 59 and a half, you're going to have to wait five years to be able to have the penalty-free access to your funds. Now, that's different. If I contribute funds to a Roth IRA and I need some of that money next year, I can always go get the contribution amount that I put in, penalty-free and tax-free. I so, didn't know that. That's yeah, nice. exactly. So we're not we're not escaping taxes, but calculating the taxes due depends on how much of the converted amount has already had taxes paid on it. I could get into the pro rata rule, but I would bore everybody senseless. That's something you need to talk to your tax professional about. Sure, which is you, right? Correct. All right. 
covered a lot so far. But, Rob, I'm sure there's more, right? There always is, Tony. There's always more. Uh, to, to quote the uh, the folks in the, in the Star Wars movie, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So different uh, retirement products may offer different tax treatment as well. I'll give you a couple of examples. For example, cash value life insurance and annuity products may offer tax deferral for assets that otherwise would be held in a taxable account. Because both of those things have tax deferral built in as part of their product offering as part of the tax code. Or holding individual stocks or exchange traded funds may offer greater tax deferral benefits than mutual funds when held in taxable accounts. Mutual funds have to, typically every December, some do it more frequently than once a year, pay out their capital gains and dividends in one lump sum. We call it the, the, the December surprise. And you may get a tax bill and you never had any money hit your pocket. So there's a lot of things going on there, particularly if you're invested in mutual funds. Wow. I mean, no wonder the tax code is over 78,000 pages long. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It seems like there's a tax implication to every financial decision and product imaginable. Now, we don't have a whole lot of time left in the show today, and I know you have probably a lot more you want to cover, but is there anything you want to add before we run out of time here? Well, Tony, the tax code is a behemoth for sure. There are some things we can certainly do, and that's really why you need to give us a call uh, and schedule your tax map analysis process. And we're going to go through specific things like uh, looking at your W-4, looking at your withholdings. What about combining deductions? What about maxing out your, your various uh, investment plans? Saving your medical receipts. There's just so much you can do. And the tax map process plugs all those things in and shows you what the impact of each financial transaction is. And we can project out several years into the future as well. So we hope this conversation was useful. And the, and, but it's time for action. It's December. Things need to get done. So give us a call at 937-552-9990 to start that process of receiving your complimentary tax map. And we're going to personalize it to your situation. You can do the online appointment request at outlookfc.com. Just click on the tax planning menu. Check out our website, the educational resources there and on our Facebook page. Just remember, we have the same goal for all of our clients. We want you to understand what's going on with your tax situation and be able to retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. That's so important. And it's a great offer to our listeners. I hope they pick up the phone and give you a call, Rob, because you can answer their questions. You've been helping people with their taxes for so many years, along with their overall financial plans. Now that does it for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio. We're out of time uh, with our amazing host, Rob Burnett of Outlook Financial. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.